Welcome back to Blog Access 101. I'm your host, John Abashi. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify by searching Blog Access 101. And if you're on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. I'm here today with my co-host, Bobby. What up, Bobby? What up? What up, Rob? Man, this is crazy. <laughs> this is a start off the Sunday real crazy, okay? Back. We're going to start off with uh, this Drew trade? Yeah. That drum was crazy. I was I, I I was praying it wouldn't happen. I thought I thought Daryl Morey might do something and get him back into Philly because I don't think we never should have got rid of him, even though he's injury prone. Um, but yeah, to go to for him to go to our rival, the Boston Celtics, they already got Porzingis over there, and they got their two stars and Jalen Brown and, and and the great Jason Tatum. Um, now you get him a, a defending guard that can lock up uh the top. Uh, backcourt guards in, in the East. Obviously, now you got Dane Little over there with uh, Milwaukee. So now Drew Holiday going to take that shit personal to guard him himself, I feel like. And it looks like that's probably going to be the Eastern Conference Finals matchup because my Sixers yep. aren't doing anything. So, Honestly, to tell you, I thought Drew was going to get traded to Golden State. If I, Portland I was committed to this rebuild, they would have tried to say, hey, we want Chris Paul and try to commit to the rebuild with them young guys. But Chris Paul, but then they got Aiden. So <laughs> I don't think that Chris Paul and Aiden matchup, ah, I don't think it would have worked out the way it was. So, you know, I I see I see where that went down, but I think it was a good trade across the board. I know, yes, you lose Robert Williams, one of your young guys um, in the post, um, but they small ball lineup. They literally are running a five-out offense at that point because you're going to have Derek White, Drew, JB, Tatum at the four, and then you also have um, you also have Porzingis at the five. If that's how I look, or maybe they'll play Horford, or maybe remember Gallinari comes back. They oh, bench is loaded too. Yes, it's not looking good for Philly right now. Um, we got the, the best thing we did this summer offseason was get Kyle Oubre, uh, which I think is a good steal for us to come up off the bench. I said who? Kyle Kelly Oubre. <laughs> who? <laughs> Again, oh, who? Come on, man. <laughs> My man only puts up buckets on losing efforts, man. Hey, y'all talk about Kelly Oubre. All respect to him. No, he's a good player. But I, it's just something about I feel like his stats, no offense, they're empty stats because he's always on bad teams and he's putting up 20 a game, you know? Yeah, but I think, I think I mean, he's probably going to be on a good team. And, I, you know, I, I want to see him come off the bench for us uh, to give us that spark off the bench that we desperately need because that is one of our main uh, kryptonites is our bench death. Um, so hopefully James Harden. You, about? you got Pat. Oh my gosh. Like hey, I said, hey, hey. Y'all got Pat? it's crazy. <laughs> oh no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm joking around. I'm joking around. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Y'all bench death does need some work. The Sixers bench death definitely needs some work. It's hard to kind of like, it's just hard because you're so top heavy with Embiid, so minutes are kind of like strenuous because you want to play Embiid as much as possible, but also you don't want to overplay Embiid because you know he just want he's one injury away from like okay he gonna have to sit out some games. Yeah, and it always seems like he gets hurt at the worst time. Yeah, and uh, Paul Reed better step up and get my man some uh. Some breathing room. We got Mo Bamba out there, baby. We need high school Mo Bamba to come back in live effect, not this new age but Mo Bamba. All right, we're gonna. I don't. No offense to Mo Bamba. I, I, I got that he went to Texas and everything, but I, I think Mo Bamba is more in on the popularity of just being in the league. He's not one of those players where 
I could see where he's an integral piece towards winning. That's you know? Right. Yeah, like, I need him to take up some minutes from him be to be get some breathing room and and not have to play all the minutes in the regular season. Like I feel like for his hype, he's a seven footer that can shoot, play defense, and do everything. But I just feel like there's more to him than he realizes. But it takes a certain coach to unlock that. Maybe Nick Nurse can unlock that to where he can become that backup star. But I just feel like right now he's not an integral piece towards winning at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I just I think they just brought him in for the death because we thought Montrez Harrell was gonna do something for us, and he did absolutely nothing for us last year. Uh, See, that's but that's you also gotta understand too with Trez, mm-hmm. that's not his fault. I really think that's a Daryl Morey call because if you know back in Houston, he didn't play Trez as much either. And Trez, Trez and we had and I know James in that pick and roll with Trez was actually really really good, but then we they stopped playing him. But Trez is a Trez can play. It's just that it takes the right opportunity and right coaches. Like, here's the thing. Some of these coaches, don't know like, they don't – they really don't. It's only a select few in the league that actually know what they're doing. And I'll, and I'll name them off one hand. You got Spolstra. Yeah. Pop. Um, You got Ime. You have – Steve Kerr. Eh, he's hit or miss sometimes. I just don't think he 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 knows how to deal with young boys, in my opinion. Yeah. And then you got I really like the guy out in Memphis. I really like the Memphis coach. He's I like how he sets up Quinn Snyder, hit or miss sometimes. But yeah, like some of these coaches just don't know what they're doing. No, that's definitely they just, they just they, out there out there just Passing time, especially remember Frank Vogel. Everybody's like, I don't know, everybody think he's a good coach because he got that ring. I'm like, bro, that was Brian that went in that ring. It wasn't no Frank Vogel, man. I'm like, Let, let's be terrible honest. in Orlando, Indiana. He was okay. Let's be honest. He is a great defensive minded coach, but for everybody that think that Book, Bill, and KD are gonna be some defensive juggernauts, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Man. Like, that's crazy. Now, I'm not going to say they're going to be bad. Like, the team going to be bad. They are going to be in the top, I'm going to say, four or five. I really got them as a four or five seed in the West. Yeah, I, I, would throw, I, would throw, I would throw Monty Williams in there, too, even though he he, yeah, he, Monty, he, he, yeah. that, he threw that messed up in that finals. But other than that, he, he's normally a good coach. Usually, here's the one thing about coaching. Coaching, you some what the coaches we name – you got to play to the strength of the players. And a lot of coaches don't do that because they have a system that they put in and they want the players to conform to the system. But if you want the best out of them players, like as a coach, you got to be willing to change a little bit to where you put them in the right places in the right situations. Okay. Like as some of the greatest coaches have been proven like, Hey, this player might not be good at defense, but I'm going to put him, he's going to come off the bench and just light it up for us in certain situations, and it's going to help um, light on, um, give motivation to the team. That's what, that's how I look at it. Yeah, you know, some of these, but yeah, sometimes these coaches be stuck in their way. That's why these coaches be getting uh, shuffled in and shuffled out, man. Because sometimes, like Mike uh, D'Antoni, uh, always wanted everybody to be a three point shooter. Remember, remember, he almost got Mallow kicked out the league for that bullshit. 
Talking about, well, he keeps taking these deep twos. Well, he did that shit his entire career, bro. I'll <laughs> like, be honest. I feel like, and I feel like, um, as a coach, you should understand that every spot on the floor is valuable. Mm-hmm. Getting a bucket is getting a bucket. Yeah, talking about he like, every, every spot. Now, I will say, I will say this though, like with Mike D'Antoni though, he did transition the game into what it is today. You know, mm-hmm. it's just that he has to, uh, he has to make adjustments. And that's all it is. It's just making adjustments. You have to learn how to make adjustments. Because, like, one thing is, once you see something's not working, those threes aren't going now, you got to tell your players, like, hey, we need to go in and get a little bit closer. Like, we just need to see the ball get into the net. That's it. That's really what you tell players. But let's get to this Dame trade, too. This new – the this is technically the new generation. All that James and Embiid is Shaq and Kobe. No, this is Shaq and Kobe. This is Shaq and Kobe. This is the closest thing we'll get to Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. That everybody talking about oh James and Embiid down in the paint. Oh, they gonna new Shaq and Kobe. No, no, nowhere close. This is new Shaq and Kobe because let me say this: you got somebody as dominant as Giannis down in the paint. You know, Giannis don't even have to take a jump shot. Teams got to pick their poison. They gonna like, hey, we gonna let Dame shoot. Or we're going to let Dom, Giannis dominate in the paint. And what's even worse, Chris Middleton is going to get the easiest shots of his he ever had in his career. He going, I got Chris Middleton being one of those guys being the hot top five in corner three points this year. He's going to be in the corner just chilling. Bro, but the only thing I was thinking about that trade with the Dane one is I, I think they should have got rid of Middleton before they got rid of Drew. Because uh, the reason why I was saying that because – you know, now you don't got a wing defender. Um, I mean, Middleton's an okay defender, but we've seen how he goes MIA sometimes in playoff aspects, atmospheres. Um, and, you know, I know that was Giannis' boy, but I wanted to be like, Giannis, you really trying to win another ring. He was the weakest link. Uh, not, not Giannis, I'm talking about Chris Middleton was the weakest link. I, um, see where you, I see where you're getting at. And the thing about Middleton is injuries. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It, it is mostly injuries because, like, when you have injuries like he did and then he coming back to play in the playoffs, you're really not in rhythm yet. So for Middleton, it's like he going to be in rhythm. He going to be the primary ball handler because Dame is not really, like, that type of ball um ball he handling. Like, they can almost use Dame like they use Steph in Golden State. Be like, hey, Dame, we're going to have you come off. Run through screens, do everything you can, and then in the fourth quarter, we're gonna let you handle the ball and take over. You know, yeah, we're gonna let you shoot them threes deep. But I know that danger. But let's talk about Portland. Portland is looking pretty good. Portland, Portland looking pretty good. How they setting up this whole rebuild? It might not even look like a rebuild. They might be a play-in team. Depending on what goes on and what Chauncey, how Chauncey do it, but at the end of the day, this rebuild is going really well, and they fast tracked it. It's not no slow pace; it's a little bit fast track with the assets they have. Like your starting lineup is Anthony Simons, Scoot. Um, you, you, you got Shaden Sharp. Mm. You have DeAndre Ayton. They got a nice little squad now. They were talking about doing a rebuild, but I'm like, they might not need to, need, need to do a rebuild at this point. But you got Brogdon. Yeah, uh, yeah. what's, what's the young kid they drafted? Uh, 
Scoot, Scoot Henderson, right? Yeah, Scoot. So you got Scoot there. You still got Anthony. Uh, you got Aiden running. You running five. Um, got Robert good. Williams. You got Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Oh, Grant probably. Yeah, I see why you say Robert Williams come off the bench. I was gonna think you can put him there, but yeah, you definitely got to start Grant at that four. Yeah, but Grant. Um, but here's the thing with Grant, Robert Williams, and Brogdon. I don't think they done. They gonna trade those assets. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. like you said, we talking earlier, like Grant probably get traded free agent. I mean, not free agent, trade deadline. I can see that happening, especially if they're not really producing the way they want the teams gonna be out there. Like, so which uh within which uh which I want for Graham, see what he like some of these playoff teams. Hopefully, Daryl Morey finally gets some common sense and try to go after somebody. Hey, for real, I'm trying to get draft compensation for that 2025 draft because yeah, y'all know anything. That boy Cooper flag. Yeah, dog. and Bryce and, it, and Bryce might be there. Sheesh. That 2025 looking like some stars. Yeah, there ain't no Kevin Knox to. over there now. Uh wait, who? Kevin Knox over there. He said who? Who? <laughs> Kevin Chill. Knox got eight overall from the Knicks. Kevin Knox. Yeah, Kevin Knox over there. So you're gonna try All to due respect to Kevin Knox. I want to see what you <laughs> do because I feel like you probably didn't get the right chance. In New York, because of Thibodeau, because if you don't practice great, Thibodeau's not playing you. Atlanta, I can't really say nothing. Yeah. Speaking of of Thibodeau, my fault. But speaking of Thibodeau, man, he he another coach that be stuck on his systems, man. Over there, I don't know why they don't play Evan Fournier, and I don't know why Daryl Morey didn't try to go Evan Fournier over to Philly because we need another shooter. Yeah, y'all need some shooters. Um, Thibodeau, he is the he is the opposite of Dan Tony. He is the defensive Dan Tony, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I watch anime. If Dan Tony and Thibodeau did the fusion dance, they would be the greatest coach of all time. I call it like that. They just combine or something. They'd be the greatest coach coaches of all time. Because you have the best offense and the best defensive coach dominating. Can you imagine that type of defense with that type of offense? Crazy work. What? That's an easy day for anything. Can you imagine if Steph had that type of offense ability? They'd be like, oh, yeah, you can shoot that thing and then play defense like that? Shit. He would actually be the best, greatest guard, point guard all the time. But that's Fact. still for the Magic. You saw what Magic yeah. said. Oh, he Magic said he was not having that. He was like, hey, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Like, I know he current, but you forgot about your boy. That he, he, all that stuff. You forgot all that. Right, the winning season, John. I like that, John. You watching it? Or you yes, watching? I watched it, and it's ended. Um, I'm sorry, HBO cat canceled it after season two. Yo, that's crazy. Cause I'm gonna see. Yeah, somebody else told me that. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. They Bro, did I watched the whole season. It was so good. At, but then when they revealed everything, I was like, bro. So they canceled, and then everybody is texting me right now about the Drew trade. But it is. I'm mad they canceled that. I like that show. I actually really like winning on uh, winning time. Yeah, man. It's a cool game. It's okay. I feel like some network gonna bring it back. They're gonna take it and we're gonna be good. But I feel like, you know, we got we're gonna have to talk about some more stuff because it's it's football Sunday, man. We gotta talk about some real stuff. Yeah, man. Talk about Jonathan Saga, Jonathan uh, Taylor, and the uh, Indianapolis Colts Saga trade saga still continues. They saying they're not nowhere close to a deal. Colts saying at least a second round pick. 
And I'm just like, all right, y'all just going to keep uh, – at this point, I think they're just trying to, like, they don't care. They're like, we still rebuild more anyway. So if we don't play, we, that means we got a better chance of getting somebody better in the draft next year or something. Um, but, you know, obviously the league now don't really care about running backs. I don't see Tim getting too many second rounders. I might say a third rounder potentially, maybe fourth. But second round, I'm not seeing it because we saw the value that the league thinks of running backs now. Like, shit, Ty Gurley was balling now. He's not even in the league. Um you know, these a lot of these players, you saw how long it took to, to sign Saquon, rightfully so, though, because he's injury prone. As you can see, now he's injured again. So they were smart for making the move. But now, you know, you, you lose a top running back, you, you can go find another one for in, in a draft. It might take a couple of years for them to like start being seeing significant, like, uh, playing time. But yeah, like, yeah, like significant, like, you know, you can see some value from them. But it's like running back's not really viable in the league like that no more. Outside of so, Derek, I would say. So I'll be honest with the whole uh, with the running back stuff. Everybody running running back by committee one. Mm-hmm. And to Jonathan Taylor, I ain't gonna lie. I need you to sit out more. I got Zay Moss on fantasy, so <laughs> I, like keep sitting out. I'm cool with that. And three, hey, trade him to the Eagles so we can get this Taylor Swift connection going. Please, if don't. you know what I'm saying. Please don't. Taylor <laughs> Swift backfield going. Trade him to the Eagles, please. Get this Taylor Swift connection going. My boy Jalen Hurst will be oh be feasting. Yeah, that don't ever, ever, off that. But to like you're right. Um, the league don't care about running backs as what they should because like these coaches like, hey, I can have three good running backs, and they can do just as much as work. I don't need an every down back. The days of AP are gone because AP was the last of that. AP Jamal Lewis era. All that's gone. Like people are like, hey. We can run running back and commit. And I get it for the running backs because you want to get paid and all that. So my my proposal to the league is this. Like, the league should pay the running backs when you draft them. You should probably pay them more, if you know what I'm saying. Because their value is better when early on than later on their career. Yeah, because, I mean, like, the only – like, you know, you saw the McCarthy trade. They traded second, third, fourth. But John Lynch is a dumbass. So that's why that happened. Um like not, not none of these GMs that have any common sense, and obviously also John Lynch is chasing after a ring, and you can't never be mad at GM that's doing that because some GMs are sitting their ass a la Jerry Jones, um, that you know <laughs> uh, don't make the moves. Now obviously we went and got Stephen Gilmore, obviously of course, but I feel like after that Trayvon Diggs injury, um, they should have been they should have been actively maybe they are actively on the market looking for another cornerback. JC Jackson's out there. Uh, I think we can probably get him from next to nothing because he's not really doing what he's supposed to do after he signed that big contract with the Chargers. Um, we definitely need to side. Y'all need, y'all need to go ahead and try to ask the Broncos for Pat Sertain or something. Uh, I know that didn't happen because he's out there doing some crazy things. But uh, y'all need to ask, y'all need to ask for Pat Sertain Jr. Y'all need. I'm sorry, but yeah, he a dog. I ain't gonna lie to you. He is definitely JC. A dog. JC good, but it's proven that yo don't besides Stefan. These corners out this Patriots system are not that good. That is true. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, JC gonna end up back in New England. I would love to see. He's gonna have he's gonna have a good season. He he gonna end up back in New England. Yeah, because you know at this point, this is the team. You know, obviously, we go as far as Dakota goes, and that's probably not gonna be too far. Um, but this is definitely put up a shut up year for Dak, and right now it's looking like he's shutting up a lot because well. It, that, I mean, that red zone interception last week was downright pitiful. 
you look. I'm not going to get, don't get me wrong, I am an Eagles fan. And, of course, seeing Cowboys fans and the Cowboys nation just, like, wither down and just be in a state of panic, it's always classical for me. Like, I love it. It's funny. It's funny to me. I laugh at it every day, okay? But with all due respect to Dak, he got some time, but it's kind of hard because, like, I sometimes feel like Dak doesn't have – a say in the creative process like for a QB like in the changes and stuff you know mm-hmm. I feel like he don't have a say in like if he sees something in the line he got to run the play that he is told you know he don't get a chance to audible out sometimes and I think that's what hurts Dak because I think Dak's smart enough to audible out and make a like a a simple change what he sees because he on the field Mm-hmm. But I also think some of his coaches like, no, we're calling this play. This is the play we call, and this is what we're doing. You saw Chase Claypool on the block. Uh, he trying to get out of Chicago. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> Chase Claypool had that one good year, and then hasn't done nothing since. Yeah. That, it's that always an excuse killers. with that guy. I don't even want to talk about Chase Claypool, all right? <laughs> we ain't going to talk about this guy, all right? Because to me, players like that, like they they say they good, but they blame it on the system. But sometimes, dog, a lot of players be like, dog, you don't let the system. Sometimes you can't let the system make you. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta, you gotta make the system. Yeah, like you gotta understand and do what you gotta do. Instead of you complaining and stuff, it just makes you look bad. And then coaches be like, all right, then we just not we gonna target you less. Like people are petty in nature. Yeah, because he's acting like he's one of them wide receivers, and he, he ain't got the juice like that. But damn, how the hell Bijan wasn't doing nothing? This man ended 105 rushing yards. That's crazy. Hey, Bijan, hey, Bijan, he, he that one. He he that every – okay, you know what? He's the new every down back. New yeah. every down back. And Travis uh, Etan, or however you say his last name. Etan? Yeah. Man, got 55 yards from me. What are you doing? Yeah, Travis Etan had a bad day. Yeah, but you had on 20 carries. I'm glad they didn't really got no other running. Or they got the ball tank Bixby, but he ain't really doing it. So I'm kind of glad like they, they ain't got no other running back just like out there pushing him. Cause I mean he might they might start cutting his uh carries. Cause I'm like, bro, you're not really well the thing is they're not cutting his passing though, because he's still so like he got 55 yards and caught all three of his targets for 70 yards. So you know, in fantasy, that's good if he's catching his targets. Oh, yeah, but, he got 17 yards. But, I'm like, bro, he got what he got me 10 points. That's crazy. Yeah, 10 points. Sometimes 10 points – here's where I look at fantasy. As long as it's not single digits, that is I true. think 10, po- 10 points is- go a long way. I don't care what anybody says. I'll take a 10-pointer, and I'll be looking like, man, he got me 10. I ain't tripping. Now, when you give me that single digit, I'll be like, hey, yo, <laughs> hey, you did all this for a single digit? Because some people get single digits and get – and you be looking at looking at their sets like, yo, you did all that? And you couldn't give me – they be having like – High targets and still get single digits. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely the one that would piss you off. But let's talk. Aaron Jones got me two points on a uh, Thursday night. I don't know what Ooh-wee. I. Let's what talk my, about those lines, all right? Don't get me <laughs> wrong. Gibbs got me nine, and I and you know I got Laporta in two leagues. Oh, I ain't tripping. He got me a solid nine. It's a solid nine for from a tight end. I'm not tripping, especially who I'm playing against. Mm-hmm. I'm not tripping off that nine. But David Montgomery. Hey, Lions got to chill and give Gibbs the ball. 
Yeah, I don't know what the big deal is with that, but I'm like, wait, he running. Because I'm glad I benched uh, Gibbs in this other league I'm in, and I put Connor there, and I put my man Puka out there. Oh, put, the wait, 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 wait. You put Connor against the Niners? God bless your soul. Bro, I know you I know you'll get more than seven points. God bless your soul against Bro, but that. The great thing, in this league, I got I got Kyron Williams and that's John. I got uh Ramondre, I don't know how to say the Ramondre Stevenson, but I don't think he because they were talking about uh Zeke about to get all them carries. Man, oh Zeke God. about to get goal line carries. He's gonna get all the points. I'm telling you, Zeke's about to get goal line carries on them boys. He Bro, because the only it. thing is though, but I mean, because I, I thought the same thing about Connor last week because I didn't start him because he's playing our defense and he went the hell off on us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think playing the 49ers is a different breed and against y'all defense. That you is true. That is true. But I, I think, I'm, I'm stuck on like I want I'm thinking of Kyron Williams, but I don't know. And they're playing Indiana. Yeah, they're playing the Colts. Yep. I take my chance with Kyrie Wynn, but the only thing is the Rams offense is so passing centric. So running the ball is like having a Rams running back really does suck for you. Yeah. And then I got I got I got Ioko on the bench. I got Michael. Bro, this team is loaded. And I don't know how we're uh hey, we're I will start I, I'm starting on you because I don't think I think Debo's still banged up and he might sit out this week. Bro, only reason why he start on you because I got Tank Dale out there out there and you saw what he did last week, went crazy. Uh, I would play wide I, I don't know if I would play Tank Dell this week. They play in Pittsburgh. Eh. I feel like he's still gonna go off regardless. Let me tell you something. Pittsburgh's rushing. Oh yeah. Oh watch. This, Stroud, they, like, this might be the game so you might see Stroud. Like, don't get me wrong. Stroud yeah. is good, but they ain't got no O lineman still to protect this man. He gonna be running for his life. Hey man, he might he might surprise him get that dog in it, man. Hey, hey, if he do, I'm all for it because I'm all for the city. I'm not a Texans fan, but I'm all for the city doing well in that aspect. You know, I'm always well for any of the sports teams in Houston to do well. That that is key because like I think that helps the city and it brings joy to the city and, and takes away from some of the craziness that's going around the city. And don't get me wrong, you live in Philly, so I already, I already know how Philly is. <laughs> Thanks. Philly is crazy and enough in itself. Where I gotta go up there every time I go to Philly, white t-shirt, some gym shorts, and some forces. Cause if I look like an out of towner, wow, they're gonna be like, Oh, it's jacking season for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take your stuff, especially where my especially where my cousins live, not where Aunt Betty live, but where my cousins where everybody else live. Oh, I'm yeah. like the Aunt Betty area, chill. Yeah, nice, nice area, relax. But yeah, other go down to like north. West yeah. a little bit, yeah, it might get active. Yeah, you go West West Philly, sixty first in mind. Yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> got a live one. <laughs> oh yeah, we got a new. Oh, we got we got somebody new. Somebody to try. Like, hey, 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 just take it, just take it. <laughs> go home. That's funny. But yeah, man, let's get into our uh, let's get into our picks for the week. Uh, oh yeah, let's go with it. Let's start it off, I guess. Um, so yeah, so, you know, I took, I took the Lions Monday, I mean, Thursday night, that was a no brainer. Took the Jaguars, obviously they beat the, the Falcons earlier today, 23-7. I took the Ravens over the Browns, uh, taking the Bengals over to the Titans, even, even though that's going to be a bumble, uh, another bumble, Denver Broncos versus Chicago. I think they find a way to win their first game today, Chicago Bears. Um, 
I know that was <laughs> yeah. That, this one that one, if I win that one, I might have you win the picking for this. Somebody week. must have robbed the arena again. They must have stole oh. the officer coordinator this week. Oh, if not, they stole or they that or they gave back Justin Fields his confidence. One of the two. I, I got faith in my, my former Buckeye quarterback. Uh I'm taking the, the, the Colts over the Rams. Uh Miami over the Buffalo. That's gonna be a shootout. Can't wait to watch that game. Uh that should have been a four o'clock game if I'm being totally honest. Man, uh, that should have been a night or game. Sunday night, yeah. Sunday night or four twenty-five, but it definitely should not have been a one o'clock game. They, nobody, they I, all love I do not know Taylor Swift. I don't listen to her music. I get it, she is an icon, but there's no way that should take precedent over actual football. Yeah, they should, you know, since I like later in the season they switched the game, they should have switched this one after the Aaron Rodgers injury. I think they was obviously that would have been a good one with them healthy, but now it's like nobody's watching that. Uh yeah. Vikings over the Panthers. Kirk Cousins got to get a got to get his W today, man. Uh, Texans over the Steelers. Yes, I am not sold on Kenny Pickett. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here first. But if you guys want to have a crazy money line come up today, put it on the Houston Texans. Uh, As Saints. you know, I can't bet, but <laughs> say what you want. <laughs> Saints, Saints over the Buccaneers. No brainer. Um. Eagles over the Commanders. I'm taking the Chargers over the Raiders, and this is I had that before the Jimmy Garoppolo sitting out. Um, now I know for sure they're winning that game. Uh, 49ers over the Cardinals. Josh Dobbs been playing well these past two a uh, few weeks, uh, especially against my Cowboys because we're just finding a way to choke. Uh, but I think he meets meets his match today with San Fran defense. They are going to give him nightmares. Um, taking the Cowboys over the Patriots. Uh, we always had their number, although we're down Trayvon Diggs. Um, I think we still come out this if 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 Dakota shows up today. You said you always had shows that up today. Huh? The only reason you said the Cowboys already had the Patriots number last yeah. time I remember Tom Brady still on y'all. <laughs> oh my goodness, stop it! We beat him overtime. Was it all right? Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs over the Jets. That was a no-brainer, and I'm taking the Seahawks over the the uh, almost said next New York Giants. Uh, Monday night. Who you got? All right. So, as you know, the earlier game was that Jaguars and Falcons. I did have the Jags winning that. I just don't think the Falcons are like really there yet. Um, Dolphins and Bills. Oh, this is a toss up. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. I'm gonna ride that Dolphin trade. But I something about the Bills defense and Josh Allen and big games. Mm-hmm. Like. It makes me skeptical, but I'll go the Dolphins. Broncos and Bears technically is the Caleb Williams Bowl. You know, as you know, the Broncos GM was at the Colorado game yesterday trying to scout out um, both Shadira and Caleb. So I'm going to go with I think the Broncos will win. I, I think Sean Payton's just a better coach, but he need to he need to be quiet and stop talking about other players and coaches and just worry about his own. Um, Ravens, uh, Ravens over the Browns for sure. No Deshaun Watson. Well, Deshaun's probably having fun off the field somewhere. I don't know what he's doing, but he's probably going to have fun off the field. Um, Steelers versus the Texans. I'm a, I got to go Steelers. Like, don't get me wrong. Love the Texans, but just no offensive line against that front seven against the Steelers. I think it's going to be a long day for Stroud. And it's just going to be a long day. Vikings and Panthers. Hey, you know what? 
I'm gonna go with the Panthers so Adam Thielen can get his get back. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like, I'm gonna go with the Panthers. Adam Thielen get his get back. He gonna put up some yards and be like, yo, y'all should have kept me too. Yo, I'm glad you said that because I forgot to set my daily fantasy lineup, and he's definitely going in it today. <laughs> yeah, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's like, oh yeah, I'm getting my get back. Y'all should have kept me too. We Jefferson and Thielen, and then you and you still could have had Addison in the slot. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was that domination. Was... And TJ Hawkins, domination. Crazy work. I'm glad you said that though, because I got to sit my roster. Go ahead though. <laughs> um, Rams versus the Colts. I'm going Rams this game, even though I highly don't want to go against the Rams. And I highly want to pick the Colts just because it's the Rams. And you know my philosophy. You leave St. Louis. Yeah, we ain't with that. So, but I'm gonna go with the Rams. I think the passing. Their passing is going to be too much for them. As long as Stafford don't throw an untimely pick at the end of the game. He's good Ram, for Ram, yeah, he, he's like Jimmy G. Both of them are good for a pick at the end of the game for some reason. Saints-Buccaneers. I think Derek Carr is playing. I think he is. But I'm going to go with the Buccaneers because of that defense. Like, Baker's been looking good. If they get back to running the ball like they're supposed to and – just utilize the short passing route to and to ease the um, Saints defense kind of in so they can take it off the top. Mm-hmm. I think the Buccaneers will win that. Oh, I don't know. The no-name team versus the Eagles, the Commanders, the Washington <laughs> football team. Who cares? Eagles all day winning that. We, we're just going to say that right there. The enemy or not, Eagles. <laughs> oh, um, Bing, Bengals for the, versus the Titans. Um, the Titans front seven need to get after Joe Burrow and Burrow and make it uncomfortable. If he gonna play with that hurt calf, they need to get after him. Hey, it's on him. Okay, so but I got the Bengals winning still, winning that game. I think Jamar Chase is gonna catch those short routes like he was doing last week and do his thing. Raiders and Chargers, boy, this game sucks in itself. Um, Chargers should win that. No Jimmy G, G or. I don't know. I don't know how this other quarterback. Last time I seen a backup quarterback go in for Jimmy G, they threw like six picks. So it might be ugly today. <laughs> if you got the Chargers defense, I recommend somebody pick up the Chargers defense. <laughs> Just in case. You might want to pick up the Chargers defense. Patriots and Cowboys. You know what? I'm going to go with y'all. And it hurts me to say this, but I don't like the Patriots more. But I think y'all should win this game unless y'all, you know, y'all do typical Cowboys things. Y'all should win this game. Man, just hate us for no reason, man. What do we do to y'all? Hey, man, it's it's mostly y'all fans and, and what on what Jerry Jones did to, um, what's his name? What's the quarterback? What Hutchinson and Carter. Yeah, what Jerry Jones did to Carter. Didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, 49ers versus the Cardinals. I got 49ers. They should win this with ease unless Dobbs is really him. I doubt it. I mean, they didn't even have his jersey in the store. So, you know, we're just going to go with the 49ers. Um, Chiefs and Jets, uh, we know what's going on here. Uh, I don't know why Robert Silo is so faithful with Zach Wilson. That's, that's, that's how you get fired. I'm sorry. That's just how you get fired. Zach Wilson needs to sit on the bench and learn. It's just such that Aaron Rodgers is not there where he could have learned that and got better over, like, through practice and everything. Mm -hmm. 
man, if I'm the Jets, I, I might just sign Colin Kaepernick and just say, forget it. I might just take the chance. Just sign him. Like, I know he's been out of football for so long, but sign, sign the man. Sign the man and, get, and just see what happens. It can't be worse than what y'all are at now. Can't be yeah. any worse. That defense getting tired, man. Anybody, somebody gonna start asking for trades or ask for Soleil to oh. get fired. <laughs> they gonna trades. They might have a sit in. They might be like, "Hey, we not going out to the field. Let them score. <laughs> Let them score." It don't mean nothing because the offense can't score anyway. Um, that Lions and Packers game. Yeah, as we know, the Lions won. Shout out to Montgomery. He did his thing. I wish they would give the ball to Gibbs. Um, Seahawks, Seahawks and Giants. This is a bad Sunday. I'm sorry. This is a bad Monday night game. I'm going to be honest. Danny Dimes versus the Seahawks. I'm going to go Seahawks win that. Gino, he going to get the dub. Not a firm believer unless Danny Dimes is throwing the ball to Darren Waller in, into the end zone. Then they should win, but Seahawks should win that, hands down. But let's go back to this Jets and Chiefs for real. Like, good Lord, man. Your players are telling you to sit that, sit this kid down. You yeah. gotta listen at some point. Facts, yeah, because it's like, like as a coach, you gotta listen to your players. You can't all just do everything for yourself. So it's like once your your team is like at the point like, hey, this guy gotta go. You gotta make an executive decision as a coach, especially if you want to be a good coach. Like, like even as to be a pushover, but it's like to keep the to keep the morale high in the locker room. You gotta start making moves, like saying like, all right, this is clearly not working. Even as a GM, you gotta make that decision. Mm-hmm. As a GM, like I get it, you picked him, but you can't be so prideful in the person you pick and let it cost you your job. Like, yeah, it's it's a game, it's sports. Right. Like people got to understand that, yo, you got to make those choices, and it's hard choices. You don't want to make those choices, but you got to look at, hey, it's just like this. Um, I forgot, I forgot the um ethic code is. It's like. You could say one person and everybody and the majority of the people die, or you could say the majority of people and that one person die, you know? Like, not to, I know it's kind of dark, but you got to think of like the majority. It is kind of dark to say it that way, but you got to think of, you got to think of the majority of the team. And that's what's important in any team sport, the majority of the team. If they feel like they are not winning with this guy, hey, you got, you got to do what you got to do. It sucks. No matter what personal ties you might have or anything, it, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Major key is just a wise thing for people to think. But, you know, some of these coaches must be in their own head. So, and, like, yeah. you know, and Silas a defensive coach, too. So he should be listening to his defensive players. Like, sheesh. Like, just sit Zach on the bench. He's not ready. And then make a trade. Like, honestly, tell you, I'm trying to make a trade for Cooper Rush or Andy Dalton. Somebody. Somebody. Let me trade one to know. You got to send us something good to get Cooper Rush over here, baby. Five and one as a starter. Hey, man. Let me get Cooper Rush, Andy Dalton. Or let me just take Colin Kaepernick off the bench. All right. Like, that's just how it is, man. That's how we're going to look at it. Shit is ridiculous, but yeah, man. You want to add anything else? Nah, man. I think it's gonna be a great Sunday for football. Hopefully, the Eagles win. 
you know, you know, any given Sunday, anything. I know I talk all that trash about Washington and everything, but like I said, any given Sunday, stuff happens. Yeah, you're right. Texas winning today, baby. Remember I said it. All right, man. Hey, I hope they do win for the city. You know me. I'm always going to – I hope they win for the city of Houston. I ain't going to be tripping off that. I just don't like that front seven against that offensive line. Man, I just hope – we just, uh, I just hope they block good enough so TJ Watt don't have like six sacks because you know JJ Watt in the building and JJ, I hope you are rooting for us. But I understand that's your brother. Do what you got to do, family first. Sure, yeah, man. Appreciate you coming on today. Uh, no problem. Next week I won't be able to come on. Um, we got this, we got this event uh called Open Practice. It's great. For, it's a free event for the kid, for the kids, families around Houston. To, kind of learn what as um some people might know that what the Houston Rockets are doing it's a great event um if people in Houston are listening y'all should come out and enjoy the event it's a great way to get to know the team and everything that we're trying to do for y'all inside the stadium and out in and also in the community yeah please please Houston please take Darren Mori back uh we don't want him here I can't say nothing about that we're good where we are (laughs) We're good where we are. <laughs> I can't say nothing about that. We are good. Yeah, my fault. But yeah, man, appreciate you coming on. All right. All right, bro. See you. See you, cuz. See you, cuz. We appreciate everyone that's listening to the podcast, writing reviews, and sending out the link to other people to listen. Also, we have now have on our anchor.fm slash blog access 101 uh, support where you can send monthly payments of either a dollar, uh, $5, and or $9. Uh, no amount is too little. We appreciate uh, what we can get that will help us be able to get big name athletes to uh, interview on a podcast and buy other uh, supplies you might need for a podcast in the later future. Thank you.